Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In our summer podcast series, we will explore being a friend like Jesus. Each week, we will look at the example Jesus gave us as he demonstrated how he loved others. This series should challenge us to be the same type of friend to the world that Jesus was. So join us as we explore how to be a friend like Jesus. On this week's episode of A Friend Like Jesus, we are going to look at Jesus, a comforting friend. So when we think of the word comfort, sometimes we believe true comfort is only when something ends. But if you look at the definition of comfort, it is to ease the grief or trouble of someone. It is to give strength and hope to. It doesn't necessarily mean the situation changes. It doesn't mean our circumstances go away. But to provide comfort simply means that we help to strengthen. We help to ease someone's grief or trouble. And today, as we look at Jesus being a comforting friend, we're going to look at the biblical account of Lazarus. And we're going to look in the book of John in chapter 11. And I want us to start off by just reading the first seven verses. It says, Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then, after that, saith to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was Martha and I was Mary, and my brother was about to die, it wouldn't seem very comforting that Jesus heard about it and chose to abode two more days where he was. Now, in this where sometimes we lose the thought of a comforting God, of how Jesus is our comfort. When you read about this, when you read a story of Lazarus and you think he was sick, they sent to him, they believed that Jesus could heal him and they needed him, but yet he abode two more days. We may think that's not very comforting, but what we have to look at is the bigger story here. He had something bigger that was according to God's plan to bring God glory that he didn't go right away to bring them comfort. And I want to ask you a question. Have you ever thought, if only God would have shown up, then blank? So in this, I want us to look at John chapter 11 at verse 32. I want to look at what Mary says to Jesus when he does come. In verse 32, she says, Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, 
If thou hast been here, my brother had not died. And when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, in verse 33, it says, And the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit, and he was troubled. You see, Mary was heartbroken. See, Mary had sat at the feet of Jesus. She had listened to his teachings. So in her heart, she felt like if he loved her, he would have come right away. He would have kept Lazarus from dying. Sometimes we feel that way. Sometimes we feel like, God, if you would have showed up, if you really loved me, you would not have let that dream, that friend, that relationship, you would not have let it die. You would have showed up and fixed it. But can I tell you, because he is a comforting friend, he knows the end result. He knows the big story. You see, Jesus was grieved in his heart because he knew the miracle that God wanted to perform through the death of Lazarus. He was comforting them, just not when and how they expected to be comforted. And when I read this story in John chapter 11 about Mary and Martha and their responses, it kind of tickles me a little bit because Martha... And what is Martha known for? She's known for the one being busy about work and the one who wasn't putting her focus where it needed to be. It was all in the serving rather than the sitting at Jesus' feet and allowing herself to be filled. Martha is the one who first turns around and goes to Jesus. If we look at Martha's response in John chapter 11, verse 27, she saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. See, Martha, in verse 20 it tells us, Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, that Mary sat still in the house. So Mary and Martha both knew that Jesus had come. Their brother had died. But it's Martha this time. It's Martha that jumps up and runs to Jesus. And it's Mary who stays behind. You see, Martha ran because she knew, she had learned, she had grown, that she needed Jesus. And now that her brother was dead, she needed him even more. And that only he could comfort her. Only he was going to be the friend that could bring the comfort that she needed. But Mary, the one that sat at Jesus' feet, at this point, she's broken. Because Jesus did not come the way she thought he would. Jesus had not comforted her in the way she thought it needed to happen. And when that happens, we can sometimes begin to struggle. It says, you know Jesus is Messiah and that he can do all things. But I'm asking you right now personally, but are you believing that he will do them for you? Are you believing that Jesus can comfort you in this situation even if it doesn't turn out the way that you thought. Have you ever mistaken his timing as a lack of caring or comfort in your life? And I feel right now in this passage, we're learning that Martha was the one who said, okay, he's Jesus, regardless, I know he can show up and he can do something. But it was Mary, the very one who sat at his feet at this moment in her life, this circumstance, this situation, she began to think, he, he, he can't comfort me. 
that there was a light there. She was upset. She was upset with Jesus that he did not show up how she wanted him to show up. And what we have to understand is that we don't see the big picture. And even though things are not turning out the way we feel they should or the way we thought the Lord was leading. See, sometimes God gives us a vision and gives us a plan and he starts directing us on this path. And we have no doubt that he has called us to this. But we put in our own assumptions about how this vision is going to end, where this vision is supposed to go. God gives you the picture. He gives you the image. He gives you the heart drive and you begin to move forward in it. And sometimes we start putting in our own expectations of what we think that's going to mean, what that is going to look like. And when we do that, we then see that it starts to crumble in places because that wasn't where God was leading. That wasn't the direction. God sent us in the direction, but then we begin to add in our own pieces. And when those things don't come about, we feel like we're not being comforted. We feel like, where is our comforting friend? Where is the comfort in this when I feel like the world is falling apart? But then Jesus says, I'm here. I am comforting you. I am providing you aid during this time. He says, I'm here to ease your grief and your trouble, just like the definition means. But you're not allowing me to because you're putting on certain rules or regulations or expectations onto my comfort. If we look in John 11:39, even though Martha wholeheartedly is saying, you are the Christ, she ran to him first. She says she's believing in him. In verse 39, we see where Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, and Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. And Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. You see, she knew all the things. And she, she was comforted by Jesus' presence. But even in the moment that he was about to do something miraculous, the true comfort he came to bring so it would glorify God, she began to doubt. She began to say, but Lord, if we move that stone, he stinks. She wasn't grasping the full picture. Sometimes we do the same things. And sometimes we inflict that on others. We see people going through things and rather than comforting them, not fixing their problem, not trying to make it all better as far as it being over, to give comfort is to give strength and hope. It is to ease. It is not for us to fix. It is not for us to change, just for us to come alongside and give strength and hope. And we do that through Jesus, through his word, not trying to fix the circumstance. You see, sometimes we want to come alongside people and rather than comforting them as God wants to be, them to be comforted, we try to fix the problem within ourselves. We try to make it all better. And that's not what Jesus is asking us to do here. You see, if God is going to be glorified, we just have to believe in his plan. We have to believe when we're not seeing, we have to believe. In verse 43 and 44, it says, And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. You see, he raised Lazarus from the dead. That was the greater comfort. 
rather than just healing his sickness like he had for anyone else, he had a bigger miracle to bring God more glory and he raised Lazarus from the dead. Mary and Martha were not comforted, not in their way or their time, but in a moment that God would be glorified. See, Lazarus is a picture of our lives surrendered to Christ and to his promise. You see, our lives are changed. We are comforted and we are being used as children of God for God's glory. And we may have to endure some things. We may go through some things and our brothers and sisters may go through some things and we may need to come alongside them and help strengthen them and give them hope through their circumstances. But don't be doubtful in the fact that at the end, God will be glorified in whatever we go through whatever we endure and along the way we just have to cry out to Jesus and he will be our comforting friend so when we come along others to comfort them it's not about us coming alongside them to change things it's to give them strength and hope through things to comfort them in that hard time through those hard circumstances in 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3 and 4 it says blessed be God even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of mercies and the God of all comfort see all comfort comes from God and when the Holy Spirit dwells within us we are able through that spirit to comfort others through their time of difficulties and verse 4 says who comforteth us in all our tribulations that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So we are not to comfort them the way we think. We are to comfort them the same way God comforts us as he comes alongside and gives us strength and hope through the difficult circumstances of this life. See, Mary and Martha had no idea that there was a bigger plan in place. That Jesus didn't wait two days before he came because he didn't love them. The scripture clearly teaches us that he loves them. It clearly says that he loved them. So it wasn't a lack of love. It was because God was going to be glorified greater and their comfort would be so much the more when he done it the way God intended, according to the plan that he had. And we too need to not try to come alongside people to fix things the way we think they need to be fixed or to fix things in accordance to how they want it fixed. We come alongside to give strength and hope by the same way God has given us strength and hope through all the things we have endured and faced through this life. I want to challenge you over the next week that you comfort others, not to make things better, not to what they want it to be, but that you just come alongside people who may be going through difficult circumstances and you help give them strength and hope in a God who is more than able and who is working things out behind the scenes that we may not even have a clue could happen. He may be getting ready to do a new thing in their lives and we just need to comfort them through the hard spots till they get there. So remember, Jesus is a comforting friend and through his comfort, we can comfort others. The Finding a More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or on any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.